Hi, my name's Tane Danger, and this is the Minnesota Week in Review Quiz Show. I hope I, I will have a theme song eventually. That was that's a <laughs> that's good first go. pitch at it. So uh, I'm the co-founder of the Theater of Public Policy, and usually uh, we do a year in review quiz show every December, where we look back at the whole year of news. Well, we figured out though that actually news happens all year long, and so it would probably be uh, interesting or valuable to do some sort of review of the news that's happening every week, so that people can kind of keep up. So just like with our our year in review quiz shows, we got together some of the funniest people that we know uh, all around the table, and I've put together a list of a handful of questions that are things that happened in the Minnesota news this week, and I'm going to ask them about them. But first off, let's meet our panelists. Uh, first up on my right here, Miss Heather Meyer. Hello, Heather. Hi, Tane. Hi, how are you? I'm, you know, doing just thumbs up. My power steering in my car was frozen this morning, so I spent 10 minutes muscling it in the alley. I yeah. want to do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Proof that this is being recorded in Minnesota. Yeah. This is good. Uh, so, Heather, do you have a, what, what are you up to these days or right now? Like- uh, right now, I am preparing for March, which is my Women's History Month historical comedy bration with fabulous prizes, sketch comedy game show. If you like game shows, you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> That's a good, yeah. <laughs> that opens on St. Patrick's Day, which, you know, most people just want to celebrate women's history on St. Patrick's right. Day. So. That's, I really think of St. Patrick's. <laughs> As the patron saint of women. Yep, that's our opening (laughs) show. So everybody, don't do anything else that day. That's fantastic. And where will that be? At the Bryant Lake Bowl Theater in Minneapolis. And there's more than just St. Patrick's Day. In case somebody has another. Three Sundays, the first one is the St. Patrick's Day, and then the two Sundays after. The end. The beautiful. All right. Women's uh, uh, History Month comedy bration quiz show with fabulous prizes. Close enough. Okay. Thank you. Uh, to your right is the talented and amazing Miss Lorna Landvik. Hello, Hello. Lorna. Hello, Tane Danger. <laughs> You've done uh, radio voices before, it seems like. Have I? <laughs> I'm uh, just trying to be like Tallulah Bankhead. I get that reference. Thank you. I uh, know. I don't know if anyone else will. But I, I don't. There we go. I didn't really. Uh, so, Lorna, what's <laughs> yes. going on with you? Well, I shall too plug the fabulous Bryant Lake Bowl because my show is currently playing there. Uh, party in the rec room for the next three weekends. I opened last weekend, uh, and it's a party with margaritas. Okay, and so party in the rec room. So this is your one woman show. You, yes. Um, Make margaritas for people. You do a variety of characters. Yes, it's all improvised. All improvised. New show every night. And at the Bryant Lake Bowl. Yeah. And when, say one more time. Uh, Fridays and Saturdays till February 2nd. Fabulous. And across the table from you is the one and only Joy Dolo. (laughs) I also make uh, intro music. That's good. You have your own intro music. (laughs) (laughs) Joy, what's going on with you? Oh, God dang. What oh, I had a dentist appointment this morning uh, <laughs> that went really well, actually. I was telling them earlier that uh, she kept talking to me as if I was going to say something back to her. But I, I was trying to make like vocal inflections like, ah, uh-huh. But uh, she kept making jokes, but I had the saliva like collecting in like my throat. So I couldn't even gurgle out a laugh. So I think she thought I was being rude. And she was really aggressive with the little scraper. And uh, but anyway, she said I didn't have any plaque. So it's been a good morning. All right. 
Uh, do you think? I feel like dentists know. They must know at this point. They. She said she's been doing it for twenty years. There's no way she didn't know that I cannot reply yeah. to her story about the cat. So maybe they find it funny. Like <laughs> this is how they mock us. Yeah, exactly. Like, you got something to say now? Huh? Yeah. You want to say something? Go ahead. Oh, Think you're so oh. cool with your dirty teeth. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually a sign of being cool. I doubt they make fun of us when we're gone. Like dentists. Like you don't think they get together at the like, dental bar? Did you see the lady in room number four? Her teeth were so placky. <laughs> I told her a joke about a guy who walked into a bar and she just gurgled. <laughs> it wasn't even a funny joke. <laughs> okay, right. so what else, um, uh, What I'm actually doing? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I have to say. You, yeah, you this. didn't want to just plug uh, your dentist. <laughs> Metro Dental, everybody. Um, but I'm assistant directing with a Transatlantic Love Affair. Um, and there's a group that focuses on like physical style theater. And we devised a piece about the story of Medusa, um, the origin story. It's called The Devout. And uh, what people know mostly about Medusa is like snake hair and not really like the whole story of it. So we decided to share this really interesting version of what we think happened and before she became the Medusa. So it's been really great. It's directed by Isabel Nelson. It's got a cast of six beautiful women doing the show together with no props, no costumes, nothing like that. So it's it's going to be very, very fun. I don't know the origin story of Medusa. Just very quickly, do, did she not always have the snake hair? She didn't. She was a Gorgon and she had two sisters and she was uh, in the temple of Athena. She was working as a priestess there and uh, Poseidon raped her oh. and then Athena um, punished her for, be, for desecrating the temple and that's how she got the snake hair. So it's like this lady like went after this other lady for something she didn't even do relevant to our times Mm -hmm. Kavanaugh and uh and so we're we're talking about a lot of themes of just like how women treat other women and how we care for each other and how we love each other but also how we betray each other at the same time the more I learn about these Greek gods the less I like (laughs) (laughs) all right so are you all ready to play uh the Minnesota Week in Review quiz show yeah. No. All right. So Wait, we, I'm ready now. We yes. have uh, a one bell uh, is what we could afford for people to ding in on. So if you all, if somebody wants to just uh, test ding that. Okay, that's good. That was Lorna. So if that's what you do when you know the correct answer or you think you know an answer, and then we'll ask you to go. So here we go. Question one. Um, uh, an image of red, white, and blue mountains found in a Washington, D.C. coffee shop appeared to be a draft of what? That was found this week. Red, white, and blue mountains. Yes, Lorna Landvik. The new divided America. Oh, so you, can you say more that somebody made a poster of that? Yes, uh, and it's an aspirational poster for some people who do want to see this country divided. Yeah. Physically. By mountains. Red, white, and blue mountains. The most patriotic mountains. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there's no doubt about yeah. anyone's patriotism. That's like the next step. Why just stop with a wall? Like, why not exactly. have like, We'll make Mexico mountains. pay for those mountains. Yeah. Those, and the paint for each <laughs> and the one. the paint. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's not No, correct. you're kidding. I don't think so. <laughs> yes. Heather Meyer. It's a draft of the next thing Nicolas Cage was going to use to steal the Constitution from the United States of America with. It's a plan. It's a geographic map plan. So, uh, it's a geographic map plan of uh, that 
Nicholas Cage is going. I, I lost. The, it was that was a long sentence. <laughs> what was the first part? He's going to use it to steal the Declaration of Independence the or the Constitution. Constitution. Yeah. He's going to. It's the plan of how to do it because America has mountains, but there are no mountains where the Constitution is held, which is in Washington D.C. So by making a map, a geographical topographical map of red, white, and blue mountains implies that he's going to do some undercurrent kind of like subterranean mountain forging to just come up and steal the constitution again that is uh and you think that he just uh, nicholas <laughs> cage and by the way nicholas cage are you saying as part of a movie role or him actually doing this we all saw the two documentaries where he tried to steal parts of American history. This is the real Nicholas Cage. This is the real yes. There's no doubt yes. of the real Nicholas Cage. He is Cage. a historical criminal. He's a constitutionalist. Yes, yes. yes he is yes, a constitutionalist. He, he wants artifacts, and he's not a very good... He's not sneaky because he keeps making documentaries <laughs> about his crimes. He's not really good at anything, including acting. Oh, ah. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, Unless burn. it's Con Air, which is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> I'll back down off I was in high school during that time. It was very formative. The last Nicolas life. Cage movie I saw was The Family Man. Oh, yeah, that was one, right? Can that I, was him? Can sure. I just circle back? <laughs> Con Air was formative for you? Like, how yeah. do you not, do you fly regularly now or not? Um, I don't commit crimes. Um, that movie was packed with talent from Ving Rhames to William H. Macy. Nope, he was in Air Force One. That movie came out the same year. Those two movies are similar in my head. Um, I mean, it's very white men heavy, except Ving Rhames was in it. Praise him. You know, he's great. Um, Steve Buscemi was in it. Mm. John Malkovich is in this weird movie. Can you believe someone pitched? Oh, what's his name? Joan Cusack's brother. um, John Cusack. John Cusack, her male brother. Um, I'm starting to put male in front of words because female gets put in front of words unnecessarily. So I'm practicing male brother as opposed to female writer or female (laughs) actress. Male actor. Um, It's great. It's surprising. It doesn't necessarily hold up at some parts, but other parts, it's just one explosion after another. And you know what? The kid doesn't get murdered. Well, I'm going to just... Well, I, that I, just ruined the ending. Sorry, I'm so sorry, Joey. I was holding on to it. Well, <laughs> now what will I do tonight? Other people do. Okay, unfortunately, that is not the correct answer yet either. Um, oh. It has nothing to do with Nicolas Cage, as far as I know. Um Joy, do you have? I was actually going to say the Nicolas Cage thing, but Heather. Oh, Um, that was also going to be your (laughs) guess. That was my exact guess to the T. Is it a part of? uh, I bet it has something to do with Kanye West. (laughs) I, I don't think so. Although this, that would actually be the most exciting part of this. So (laughs) I'll just, I'll tell you the correct answer at this point. Uh, It was supposedly a mock-up of what Amy Klobuchar's uh, presidential like logo will look like if she runs for president. Oh. Um, but, a mountainous range of well, red, this, white, I'm and I'm going to show it to you all. People can look at it for themselves on, on uh, Twitter or whatnot. Um, oh. I mean, I don't... So you can see it's like Klobuchar president, and then above that is a big white mountain with some red and blue mountains inside of it it's it looks pretty. like yeah but it looks like she wants to be president of egypt yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true, true. <laughs> it also looks like a national park t-shirt which is it's like retro or fun there's not a lot of voters in yellowstone they're all elk well i would also <laughs> as many Elk's people pointed out too they do. I'm sorry. as many people pointed out i mean uh, minnesota while known for many things not our mountain ranges uh no, no. 
Um, I, I, for what it's worth, our mountain of gaps in equality. Uh, Klobuchar uh, was asked and she said that, no, this is nothing to do with her or a potential presidential bid. She totally denied. And she said that it was uh, I like that. She said that it was a very enthusiastic supporter who had just like mocked uh, this whole thing up. I know Nicholas that means. Cage. Yeah, it's Nicholas <laughs> Cage. Um, he started taking an online graphic design class. And so when he was in the coffee <laughs> shop, he just was mocking up some designs. All right. And then stole the Constitution. I don't yep. like that design. Can I say that? You, I don't Well, yeah, she's I, not going to use it, right? Um, she can't now. She can't even now. if she was going to. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm going to give Heather a point uh, because, it, I mean, yeah, as right. far as we know, maybe it was Nicolas Cage who left that we behind in a D.C. coffee it shop. Was. Do I get a point, too? Because it was also it my was answer. Just, yeah. Well, I feel like... We can share the point. Can okay. Joy and I sometimes be a team, but women other times women, be a point. Helping women, helping right. women. Yeah, like Absolutely. Medusa and her friends. Could Thank I, you. Can I get a negative point? Because I just want to show you how I'm going to bounce back. <gasps> okay. Oh. All right. Well, Strategy. I got to ask the next question. Can I or say whenever. something really yes, quick? Yes. While we were just talking in our conversation, I called Heather Aaron, and I just wanted to acknowledge that because I didn't I, hear it. that's okay I said it and I felt bad about it so did you say Aaron with an e or a a r o n um you know it was a non-gender okay uh Aaron I like it <laughs> can we start saying non-gendered before things yeah just to, like, as make... well as male in yeah. front of like male coffee shop owner yeah non-gendered coffee male shop actor owner. non-gendered cane I'm ready to start this. okay <laughs> thank you all right number two Minneapolis and Mankato are among the three fastest what cities uh according to a study that was came out yes joy fastest oh. is that right you dug this wind I was making oh, wind. Like wind. lots of wind we have the fastest wind Minneapolis because it's so flat yeah so can you do what was the <sighs> that is not the <laughs> that correct answer hoarseness too is part of uh, the wind. it is not the fastest wind uh, but that, that I appreciate the onomatopoeia in order to get the answer you're across. welcome I'm going to give you There's... a half point for that yes Lorna Landvik uh, I believe they are uh, both Minneapolitans and Mankatoans are the fastest beer drinkers Oh, that's the, the truth. fastest beer Ooh. drinkers. Yeah, yeah. They can consume a twelve ounce in less than ten seconds. Wow! Yep. No need to taste that. No, nope. just get it down. Just get it down. Any and that's age? why. And that's probably why Joy was thinking of wind because our air is so full of methane from their burping. And <laughs> so there's a lot of air movement. So um, that sounds right. I yep. love the idea that somebody would go and compare uh, like drinking speeds and, and do it by city, uh, as though there was something about there's a, a whole city. task. Force. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Governor Walls. Uh, all right, that is also not correct. Um, I don't know if Heather has a. I do. Dr- okay. <laughs> it's the fastest smugment. <laughs> you seem very pleased with that, but I can you say more? Um, smugment, smug judgment. Minneapolis loves to uh, Minneapolis. Yep, it's that's how that's the Kronex pronunciation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Minneapolis uh, really really prides itself on a lot of things, and I think Mankato does too. Yeah, it's got the word man in the front. Yeah. Oh, so, the non-gendered. Yeah, Mankato. they just like to. They're just really quick to give you some smudgement. 
smug men. They are the they're tied among the top three fastest. If there yeah. was a so it's the top three. Would you ever guess what? Oh, the Rochester. Other, yeah, definitely because <laughs> of the Mayo Clinic. Yeah, uh, male yeah. doctors everywhere. everywhere. Uh, that is also unfortunately not correct. Lorna oh. Landvik. It looked. Do you I, know the right? I answer? think I do. Now it's come to me. Okay. I, I believe uh, both cities are the fastest changing climate cities. This is true. Ding, oh. ding, ding, ding. Oh. For Lorna Landvik. Yeah. So uh, Mankato and Minneapolis were top, or among the top three for the fastest warming cities, uh, according to a new study that was presented to the Minnesota legislature uh, this, this past week. Uh, Minnesota is one of the fastest warming states in the country as well. So, which is weird to think about that, you know, we, uh, climate change is going to like change things differently in different places. But apparently like Minnesota and I think uh, Arizona was another one are like uh, changing more quickly than any other place in in the country. And then Minneapolis and Mankato were two of the cities. And one of the things that these researchers who are presenting to the Minnesota legislature said was, um, you know, again, if the temperatures are rising or whatnot, it'll happen faster in urban places than it happens in other places. But St. Paul is untouched being right mm-hmm. next to Minneapolis. St. <laughs> Paul's untouched weird. by many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> non-gendered St. Paul. If it's um, global warming, why is it cold outside? Oh, joy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> was a joke. Do you remember when somebody said that at the show once? Yes. At the, yeah. the whole audience went, oh. <laughs> yeah. I think I did. So this happened at a theater of public policy. So we had someone like raise their hand and be a climate denier. And I think I just, I wasn't upset. I was honestly worried for the man because I was like, <laughs> oh my God, you don't realize you're in like South Minneapolis. You're like you are, see of it. <laughs> you are not going to be able to get out of this room without like a bucket of literature being put into your pockets. <laughs> Biodegradable literature. Um, <laughs> Non-gendered biodegradable. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Should we move? So good job, Lorna. Thank Lorna, you. back to zero points. Oh, she is coming She's back. We got to get her. <laughs> we need more Con Air facts. Yeah, more Con Air facts. <laughs> all right. Uh, question three. Uh, who is having a job fair in Bloomington at a particularly awkward moment for their industry tomorrow, Saturday? Um. Oh, oh, Lorna. Uh, Mary Kay Cosmetics. Why? Why is it awkward time for Mary Kay Cosmetics? Because everything is uh, pretty non-gendered nowadays, and nobody wants to to bedazzle their own faces um, with silicon-based flaky makeup crap. <laughs> A couple of things. <laughs> A couple of things to unpack there. Yeah. Uh, w- one, is that a service that uh, Mary Kate or Mary Kay like offers is bedazzling your face? Like, was that? I think that's the idea behind makeup, don't you, Dane? Uh, uh, but bedazzling. I, uh, but then I just think of like the thing that you do to your jeans, where it's like a gun that like puts like a new like a rhinestone. Like that's what like I think bejeweling. of bejeweling. Yeah, that's. Oh, I'm thinking of bejeweling. Yeah, bedazzlement. Uh, bedazzlement is so yeah. different. Yeah. But then also, <laughs> if I mean, if the world is getting less, I would think it should be. 
maybe this isn't how it is that men should be doing more makeup right like i got into moisturizing this year um, it's a big thing it's it i've seen your skin is glowing it is i don't know plump. if you heard of a little thing called rupaul's drag race yeah but uh the men on there have been bedoozling and bedazzling and bedeezling their faces and hair and bodies they're beautiful over a decade and they are gorgeous and they're teaching other men to be gorgeous um, and they're also teaching me about how to cinch my waist, which I think is very interesting. Oh, I learned all about contouring mm. and blending. You got to blend it all in. Blending. That's blending is key. very important. You got to yeah. blend it and in. And I've never been like a makeup person, really. Actually, Mary Kay, there was a Mary Kay associate when I was living in Fargo. Um, I didn't know she worked for Mary Kay. She tricked me. And she said that, oh, you know, um, you're very beautiful. You can be a model. I'm like, it's funny. I'm a theater major. I could be an actor or whatever. And then... Um, She's like, oh, I want to hang out with you sometime. I'm like, all right, let's talk. And she comes to my house and she like puts makeup on me and she has all of her Mary Kay stuff. And I was like, oh, you are a saleswoman. You are not a. Did somebody just hit the bell? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, that is not. Oh, oh. The cra- I'm sorry. But that was the end. That was Mary the Kay end of the story. <laughs> Uh, so what was the question? <laughs> the, so going back to the question, who is having a job fair Saturday at a particularly awkward moment? Yes, Heather Halloween Meyer. stores. <laughs> Bloomington, the blue like Halloween store is having a big job thing. Yeah, a huge one, which is weird because Halloween is in October and it's January. They can't they can't add extra staff right now. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Hire people and say yes, come to work on October twentieth. It's it's inappropriate. People are going to get their hopes up because all they want to do is sell masks and capes, but they can't do it for another seven or eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve more months. Some of us are planners, Heather. We want to know. <laughs> it's just I think it's weird that the Halloween store would have a job fair in January. Well, that uh, that was not the story I found, oh. so that is not the correct. I don't know, <laughs> Joy. Do you have a guess? Thank you. Yes, Joy Blockbuster. Dola. Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Because it's awkward because they've been out of business for a long time. So I don't know if I'm busy. I'm going to go because I'm loyal. Yeah. <laughs> and you still, and bring your Blockbuster card. I still have it. I still have a movie I haven't returned either. The VHS. I'm going to finally bring Ghostbusters back. They need it. That's why they Do went they? out of business. <laughs> Do you remember when they went out of business and they were like selling DVDs and VHSs, but it was still like in the streaming world. So they were just like sadly deteriorating inside of the stores. Uh it's either funny or sad, depending on how you look at it. But I thought it was funny. Uh, none of these are correct. Does anybody have one more guess as to who's having? Um, uh, if uh, I can give you the correct answer, so this Saturday, if you all are looking for some extra work, uh, TSA is having oh. a job fair at the Minneapolis oh, St. Paul International no. Airport. Oh no! As background, in case folks, so now we're in the middle of the longest government shutdown, shutdown ever. Ever. Have you seen those lines at uh, that they have online? Of I'm like, like a, in Atlanta and yeah, some of these other airports. Yeah, it's just ridiculous, and like people are working for nothing. Right. So TS, this is why this is awkward. Is TSA uh, employees right now are not getting paid. Um, and yet they're having a job fair to say, please come and take this job where you're not getting, getting paid. paid at all. <laughs> you will probably someday uh, when this comes back to life. So, Yeah. And, you know, that also like kind of reminds me of uh, slavery, you know, when they're like, come work here. You won't get paid. <laughs> Thanks, Trump. Um, also, um uh, so I'm going to Amsterdam in like two weeks. And so we're trying to figure out what time I need to get to the airport if it's going to still be shut down. And it's like, 
if I get there, if the flight's at three, I should be there at like four a.m. Well, <laughs> go tomorrow. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> just sit there for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. I will say, it. like so far, the reports are that like yes, some airports are having big challenges with this Minneapolis St. Paul airport so far has supposedly been working pretty well like people are showing up I mean it is like really unfair it's like this is the part that's like so hard about this is like it's just really unfair to all those employees who are just working for nothing and doing a good job so that's but apparently they're like they're making whoever's there is having a good time like they're blaring music that's really fun and hip-hoppy and uh <laughs> i didn't know how to say that and uh but i mean making the best of worst situation and they also get back pay right like when if when they does open up again there will be some kind of back pay there there will be back pay thank god because yeah. otherwise it would be like oh you just worked for nothing i just for going like to work because it makes me feel good yeah garbage <laughs> um all right so that's happening on saturday still time if folks are listening to this tonight to show up for the tsa job fair on saturday all right my last question for today so uh this is something that's actually happening today but it's been in the news all week so hundreds of farmers or would-be farmers uh are expected to pack a meeting to capacity today uh which is about what here in minnesota a brand new thing here in minnesota of interest to farmers yes I think this is actually the right answer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody see my eyes. Feel my eyes in the radio. Oh, I don't. I, oh, I yeah. thought you were asking us to actually feel your eyes. Look, and I, touch them with your finger. I think they're having a meeting about marijuana. So close. Does anybody for the steel want to say? Ah, heroin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, farther away. Oh. Farther away. <laughs> is it hemp? It is hemp. Ah, ah. It is hemp. So uh, the Farm Bill, uh, the United States Farm Bill, which just passed uh, within the last month or so, uh, legalized the cultivation of hemp. And so now Minnesota farmers are really interested in starting to grow hemp here in the state. And uh, they are having a big... the. The state's having a big open house meeting today to uh, sort of inform people about what they can or can't do uh, in terms of growing hemp. We're, we still, I, you still can't, I don't, this, these meetings are not about growing marijuana for like smoking purposes or whatnot. Right. It's like hemp, which they talk about in terms of both the rope like sure all the and, other things you can do with hemp besides yeah. smoke <laughs> and then well cbd oil is the other one that people like talk about as being really a big thing cbd so you get oil that oil from the hemp and does that make you high it that relaxes or is, or is, you oh it does. oh okay it's but yeah. hemp just got in quotes as brandon our sound genius just made it <laughs> relaxes. but if you talk to folks um there's the CBD and the THC, but the THC is what makes you high, and CBD oil doesn't really have that. So you get the cool, relaxing effect. So CBD oil, which isn't sold anywhere in Minnesota it's right now. It's sold in nearly every co-op. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it? Okay, in a co-op. All right. CBD oil is like, um, <laughs> right now it is the hot thing to be taking for anything you want to have relief anything. from. Yeah. I mean. Can I rub it on my vagina? Can I say it, vagina I'm on sure this? you can. just did. You just um, did. I know. <laughs> do do the hemp plants and marijuana plants look alike? I mean, do they do? I don't know. Can you make rope out of marijuana plants? Ooh, I uh, bet you you could. Could you smoke the hemp plants? I don't believe. I think you can smoke hemp, but you won't get as high. Yeah, you have and to you'll smoke tie a lot yourself of it. up in knots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, so they've taught they they were talking. I heard a story about this, and they were talking about that like uh, every like several years, there's sort of a new exciting thing in the world of agriculture. Like it's like you know, ten years ago, everybody's like, oh, we're all going to be growing cabbage or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah. Now true. it's like, oh no, everybody's going to be growing hemp. Like it's super exciting. Um, and sometimes they're fed, sometimes they, they last, and sometimes they don't. But, I mean, yeah, in terms of hemp, like, if CBD oil stays, like, a thing everybody wants, if we start making all of our clothes out of hemp. Oh. Did you know, gonna... yeah, Idaho, Idaho Falls, Idaho is the um, capital of hemp harvest? What happened to potatoes? Ask them. Oh. <laughs> potatoes are so Are we going to steal Idaho's potatoes if they're growing all the hemp? See, she's on this con air kick. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, Criminal Minds, yep. not the TV show over here. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that brings us to the end of our uh, the quiz, uh, the Minnesota Week in Review quiz show. So to review the scores, so I'm going to go through. Um, Heather Meyer for A Life of Crime, you ended up with half a point. Oh, oh it's because you shared with I me. I was it's so generous. <laughs> I've been <were>. betrayed. <laughs> <laughs> you did you were you would have a full point you would actually be in a very different place well, but this is what you get when you try to steal the constitution yeah <laughs> um i joy dolo because you got half a point from heather and then you won another half point somewhere yeah. along the way you're up to one point oh yeah remember me <laughs> who are you <laughs> Aaron? <laughs> which and i'm just like to say uh lorna landvik uh again also you would have won but you gave yourself negative one point at the beginning. <laughs> That's because I'm Minnesotan. And so you ended up with also one point, one positive point at the end. <laughs> I'll so take it. A tie game this week between Woo-hoo! Lorna Landvig and Joy Dolo well for the played. Minnesota Week. Well played. I will take second place. Uh, well, thank you all so much for playing along. I hope that you you learned something. I hope that everybody listening learned something. Uh, I learned a lot. Yeah. I did too, but I lied about Idaho Falls. They, I know nothing about hemp production. Well, we're still stealing the potatoes. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Thank you for listening. We'd appreciate any feedback that you might have, telling us what we should change, keep, what things you liked about it, or what you think should be different. If you can contact us through social media, our website, or email, we'd really appreciate that. Thanks for listening.